Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Marek's Bedtime Stories. That sound you just heard was the tide coming in on Benbridge Beach on the Isle of Wight. Nice, wasn't it? Anyway, let's get on with the stories. Number 15. Chief Mungwat was left with no choice but to issue the strongest command to the soldiers. Ok, motu, mwalo, mingle. The pair continued to stare blankly at him. Ok, motu, mwalo, mingle. Still, they ignored his order to kneel before the sun god. Surely they wouldn't be so foolish as to incur the wrath of the Deathmaker. He tried once more. Ok. Mutu, Mualu, Mile. Trish stood before her dad. He was wearing his pants on backwards and had a scarf round his head. He's been saying that all morning, she explained to Roy. Right, said Roy. I didn't want to say, but uh, he's also been to the loo in the airing cupboard again. Best call the home, love. Out of the corner of his eye, Roy saw something flash through the air. Wasn't that the samurai sword he brought back from his Japanese business trip? There were two thuds as Trish and Roy's heads hit the floor. Ok, moto, mwalo, mingle, said Trish's dad. Number 16. At last, Gordon cried. I can finally get on with my life. Gordon had found the end of the sellotape. Unfortunately, there wasn't much of Gordon's life left to live. When his wife first saw him pouring at the roll, she presumed he'd eventually just give up. Then after a couple of weeks, she thought, well, his nails should be longer by now. I mean, that'll give him a much better chance to, you know, get the um, end bit. Then after a couple of months, she thought the tape should just wear down thus creating a new end. But no, those months turned into years, years into decades. That was all a long time ago. She left Gordon on the lounge floor with his roll 
remarried, divorced, and was now on honeymoon with her third husband. Their children had all grown up and now had their own kids. At first, they used to bring them round to see their grandfather, but they soon gave up when he wouldn't even look up from the sellotape. What seemed like, and actually was, a lifetime passed while Gordon had scratched around for that elusive edge. Now that he found it, he looked up at his surroundings. His neck roared with pain. It was the first time he'd moved in 30 years. Gordon could feel thick matted hair around his face. He reached up to touch his beard. In an instant, he let go of the sellotape. He was back to where he started. Number 17. Edward shuddered. He would always have to live with this memory. The moment that made him famous throughout his school, his village, and then later on, the entire world. The moment in his maths class when he completely forgot the number 10. Or as it became better known, 9-11. Number 18. Ted was in shock. It was definitely a meteorite that had landed in the school hamster's cage. And that smell of cooked meat was definitely the school hamster. Ted's overriding emotion was one of awe. But at the back of his mind was a gnawing realisation that he'd already used this as an excuse the last time he'd accidentally killed a school hamster. No one had believed him then either. He'd even ordered a volcanic rock off the internet and claimed that was the meteorite. The local press had got involved and then the nationals and then the scientists had come round wanting to examine the rock until it got scared and staged a burglary, smashing the windows in at night. That had woken his dad up, then there was a stair fall, then the funeral, then the claim his mother had done it for life insurance which looked far-fetched at first, but then came the details of the affair, revealing that she and the assistant manager at the local McDonald's were plotting the murder. Then Ted's mum and her lover were convicted and given life sentences. Then Ted was moved from one foster family to another, never really fitting in. He struggled to make friends at school. Then, one day, a teacher spotted Ted alone in the playground and thought it might be a good idea to give Ted the school hamster to look after during the Easter holidays. I mean, Ted tried to explain that he looked after the hamster at his previous school and you know, it didn't end well. But Mr Harris was having none of it. He told Ted it was time to break the cycle. But here it was, it's happening all over again. Ted pleaded to the heavens, Please, God, do something. He said. Ted was struck by a second, much larger meteorite. Number 19. Alan? Alan, wake up! I think there's someone downstairs, whispered Pam. Alan rolled over. Who's won brown chairs? Um... How many times has she told him to do something about his bloody hearing? For God's sake, Alan, keep your voice down. I think there's someone downstairs. Who runs round town squares? For crying out loud, Alan, they'll hear you. Well, you have to speak properly, love. 
I think there's someone downstairs. The banging stopped. Seconds later, the bedroom door opened and there was a click. Once Pam and Alan's eyes adjusted to the bright light, they could make out a man in a balaclava standing in the doorway. He opened his mouth. There's someone upstairs, he said. Number 20. Listen, guys, uh, I don't know how to say this, but people just aren't buying this sort of stuff anymore. Said the shoemaker to the elves. What do you mean? Said the tallest elf. Well, look at it, said the shoemaker, pointing to an extravagant looking boot. It's fine if you're a member of the 18th century French nobility, but if you wear that down the pub, people are going to think you're a nonce. We don't understand what you're getting at. Another elf piped up. Just make normal shoes for normal people. I can't afford to keep wasting all this leather. How dare you question our craftsmanship, said the tallest elf. You work all night for no money and this is all you can say to us, said another. All right, all right, said the shoemaker. I hoped it wouldn't come to this. He stood up and with two short steps crushed the entire elf workforce underfoot. He knew they were crushed because of the sound of small screams and crackle of bones. But none of the impact from the crush was passed through the soles of his shoes to his feet. They remained comfortable, but at the same time felt fully supported. I've got to hand it to those elves, said the shoemaker. They certainly knew how to make good shoes. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the stories. If you want to find out more about me, go to MeritLarwood.com and all that business. I'll leave you with some more sounds of the tide coming in. Sweet dreams. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.